Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Welcome to the last Friday of 2022. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. More in the slew of new laws going into effect January 1st. If you were in high school in the last 30 years, your guidance counselor was probably preaching college, 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 which for some of us who followed their advice has meant college, debt, debt, and more debt. Starting in two days, school counselors across Illinois will be directed to also promote career and technical education as an option for their high school students. My colleague Lisa Phillip is reporting that the new guidelines speak to a larger question about whether or not all people should be placed on a track to a four-year degree. Under the new state law, counselors are supposed to encourage high school students to participate in work-related training, in addition to core subjects like math and English. The career and technical education is meant to give students skills for jobs that are more in demand, like construction, graphic design, and prepare them for further technical training. This type of education became less popular in the 90s and early aughts as the idea grew that all students should go to college. But in the last 10 years, college tuition and student debt have gotten out of control. So the notion of prioritizing college is definitely under scrutiny. So back in 2021, the overall prison population in Illinois was at a historic low, but not this year. My colleague Shannon Heffernan is reporting that almost 30,000 people are currently incarcerated in Illinois prisons, which is a slight increase from last year. The Illinois Sentencing Policy Advisory Council is a nonpartisan government commission, and experts there are saying COVID contributed to a shrinking population last year. Plus, there were delays in courts, and Governor J.B. Pritzker stopped people from being transferred from county jails into prisons. So the current rise in the prison population could be a reflection of court operations somewhat returning to normal. Despite the small increase this year, the numbers are still way down from their peak in 2013, which was nearly 50,000. Experts say the larger trend is probably partially because of criminal justice reforms. In other criminal justice news, courts in Illinois have rejected appeals by all four of the Chicago police officers who were fired for allegedly covering up for Jason Van Dyke. That's the former cop who was convicted of second-degree murder and served three years in prison for killing Laquan McDonald. My colleague Chip Mitchell is reporting that the three other cops in the scandal faced criminal charges, but they were acquitted. Meanwhile, the city's inspector general recommended discipline for 16 officers. The ones who were highest ranking, the chief of detectives and the deputy patrol chief, ended up resigning instead. Now, four lower-ranking cops tried to save their jobs, but they were fired in 2019. Those are the ones we're talking about. They challenged their dismissals in Cook County Circuit Court, but lost. Three of the four proceeded to a state appeals court, but unanimous decisions by the judges there have upheld the firings. And that includes a ruling against former officer Ricardo Viramontes this month. President Joe Biden recently named two Illinois scientists to a committee that's looking at how physics can improve information transmission and processing. One of them is a woman of color, and she's like, yeah, an appointment from the president, that's cool or whatever, but let's talk about representation. My colleague Lisa Phillip is reporting that Nadia Mason wants to use her appointment to get more women of color into her field. She's a quantum physicist at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, and she's found that people tend to assume everybody else thinks the way they do. 
and they end up in some sort of group think, which is really terrible for science. You really want to think outside the box, which is an uncomfortable place to be, but is greatly enhanced by having diverse groups. Mason says it's disappointing that there are so few other physicists who look like her. And so her presidential appointment is not so much an honor as it is an opportunity to change that. And before we get to this roller coaster that is Chicago weather, a few quick hits. One more candidate for mayor is being knocked off the February ballot. Frederick Collins fell short of the signatures he needed to qualify, according to a report from the Chicago Elections Board. The challenge against Collins was the last one among the crowded field of mayoral candidates, which leaves nine left standing. And the forest preserves of Cook County is thinking about whether to extend paid family leave to 12 weeks. Right now, employees who give birth get four to six weeks of paid leave. Non-birthing parents and those who adopt a child get two weeks. The 12-week policy would apply to all parents, and it mirrors Chicago's new policy that starts on January 1st. And now for weather, it's in the low 40s right now during the 7 a.m. hour, but it's only getting colder from here today, going down to the mid-30s by tonight. Cloudy all day and still quite wet, mostly from the snow melting. No rain is expected. And that's it for the rundown this morning. Coming up this afternoon, dry January is less than 48 hours away. I'll talk to somebody who doesn't drink, but looked around the city and saw that there were no sober spaces. So Christina Torres opened Bendicion Dry Bar and Bottle Shop. She'll tell us about the non-alcoholic masterpieces they concoct and why being sober is more than a notion. Actually, it's becoming a movement. That's today at 2 o'clock. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you then.